Legal shit. Yeah, no. Nah, I like how he did the fight. <laughs> we live. We live, nigga. <laughs> Shout out Breezy on the mic. Oh, let me put the headphones on because I can't even. I don't even know how loud we are. The biggest of fucking titties for that premium fucking cameraman work. Titties. All right, titties. in. was like in five, four, and titties. That was a man. Gang, 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 gang. Niggas are so professional, man. We in this thing. Treyway shit. Treyway shit. It's EJ, it's TJ, it's Breezy, Kim, Treyway in the building. It's really the squad in here, man. It's it's very it's very squally in here. So like it's it. a very uh, copious amounts of gang shit happening right now. That is a move, like as of late. It's a lot of gang shit just be flowing for no fucking reason. I just want to say happy birthday to Morgan Freeman. Hey yo, happy um one million to nine hundred. I'm about to say like, what are you about two thousand and thirty-six? <laughs> I can't tell you what year. Like, Morgan, Morgan Freeman in his Morgan early Freeman's millions. Yo, Morgan Freeman he is, oh no! He, but he been Lucius Come been eighty two for like Shawshank fourteen years. Yeah, he like he like yo. Yeah, that's like some mama shit. Like Morgan Freeman do birthdays like Black Mamas. He been twenty nine for about eight years. Yeah, he be like, Mama, you had me when yeah. he was twelve. <laughs> that is forever Lucius. He's the only live action version of Lucius Fox. So like, he kind of got that old as fuck, bro. Like Lucius. <laughs> What's Morgan Freeman's best role to y'all? I seen Shawshank Redemption. And I just thought that was a great movie. I don't know. I, I mean, that's a great movie, but I say his only Morgan Freeman can act so good that he made niggas forget Andy got ass raped. Look. Like, nigga, Andy got raped in that movie, and only thing niggas talk about is, like, the ending part where the nigga left the key and or, the, like, the little shit under the tree. Like, <laughs> niggas forget that Andy got raped for mad and, long in that movie. Andy swam through 10 pounds, pounds of, of shit. shit that he Andy like. swam through shit. Andy got butt fucked. I don't give a fuck about Andy, Andy had bro. such a tough life, and only thing niggas talk about is how great Morgan Freeman was yep. in Shawshank Redemption. Isn't and, that a tough fucking life? Bro, with all that, it's still on top. Like that's some great acting. You smoke crack, don't you? And don't then you turned around crack. and Joe Clark and a nigga from Shawshank Redemption, two whole different people. Hey, like look. I didn't know that was more. I didn't know that was the same person for the until I became like a conscious mm -hmm. adult and understood. Like yo, actors really be fucking shit up. Nigga, like, Timberland told me I got a granddaddy that think he Joe Clark. So I, that that was that. I don't know. That might be the role for me. Like as Captain Comic Book, I should say like Lucius Fox and all this. But you you smoke crack, don't you? Don't you smoke crack? It kills your brain cells, son. It kills your brain cells. That was it, nigga. Like, yeah, that's intense. Bro. That's that's. I don't know. That that might be. Oh, take that back. That might be the role. And like that early role. I don't know. I, I forget the movie, but he was like a pimp, and he still had an old ass face. God bless Morgan Freeman. Oh no, I, yeah, no, no, yeah, just old with a name ass. like Morgan. He was born fifty three. That's why I say Morgan Freeman really only thirty years old. He was just born fifty three. <laughs> that nigga been ancient forever. Nah, yeah, uh, like John he got Witherspoon. Yeah, oh John. Oh, that's funny as shit. Cause I Did was just watching Joe Rogan, nigga. Yeah, he that's was why like you Joe my brother Rogan. and yeah, I love you. He was you. on Joe Rogan shit. That shit funny as fuck. Hey, you know what's? I'm starting to believe that John Witherspoon really is telling the truth about Richard Pryor and everything that he say. Cause his story think, don't change. I don't think John Witherspoon. John Witherspoon, I think, is too old to give a fuck to lie no more. Like John oh, Witherspoon, no. he, his next him and, he is the comedy Quincy Jones. Yeah, he knows his next big, big thing. Like, he'll always be famous, always be funny. He knows his next big shebang is death. He don't give a fuck. What no, that's gonna... not true. Like, my whole thing is this, bro. What you what you going to really John Witherspoon, John Witherspoon is actually at every turn, uh, everything that we do kind of in dope, hipster shit, you need his voice. Not even hipster shit. Just kind of like in dope, undercover, like conscious black shit you need his voice like the boondocks is coming back boondocks is coming back black jesus, jesus. I saw, friday I like he's spoken for so like, many things that are like iconic in black culture that you kind of almost like john witherspoon's voice is so iconic and the ill shit is riley he just got, got famous being himself what was that post riley get riley gonna get one nigga you gay and they gonna take it off tv because of how people <laughs> are right now no i think that's the best part about it is that like they no shit. they I got to they, they will to my people whole thing is this, bro. It. Like, it's certain people, it's certain people that kind of like, it's certain people that slide through when it comes, like, not slides through, but they make their point palatable. I think so often we get mad at people when they express feelings and emotions about LGBTQ is because it comes from a place that almost seems like hatred is just not palatable. Like, you could say the same shit and, and just, it's not, 
it's not always what you say, it's how you say it sometimes. Because Dave Chappelle has a whole joke about where, like, he freaked out about a transgender, oh, yeah, and then at the that. end of it, titty fucked her. And it was I just like, nobody get nobody called him gay about it. Nobody said he was homophobic. Nobody gave a fuck. Sometimes I, I just think, think it's really like, as long as it um, has a point, and as long as it's actually fucking funny. Where am I going when you're just this? going like, gay people gay, and that shit is weird, and they shouldn't be able to get married. That's people like, you that, a dumb fuck, and you need shit? to be booed. The same thing everybody says about living your truth. I just think that is when you say things, and they're based in a, they're based in a foundation of, this is my truth, honestly. I'm not trying to shit on anybody, but from just like a logical, truthful sense in my heart and soul, this is how I feel. Now, if you, you know, you can rebuke that or re rebut it. I'm, I've been drinking rebuke. Is rebuke word? That's church. Rebuke. See, I rebuke that's your, it. I, that, you that's your Christian in you. The Christian you in you, rebuke. you were just talking about gay shit. You just had to say I was, rebuke. I don't know how much I got to that. Honestly. See, it just jumped out of me. You was like, but, gay shit, you got to rebuke that. Yeah, you can rebuke just, it. And I think that's when like, day, I also think that's Deacon when you like, are like a, eesh. When you're like, <laughs> I've done, woof, I got a lot of, I don't even know how much repenting you can do for that. Like, are we gonna come back to this subject in a second? <laughs> but, but then, like, like if you like, when you're like a Dave or a John Witherspoon, like an old school, I am a comedian and I won't fucking back down from what I say. You almost just gotta kind of, you gotta roll with this person's punch. Okay, cool. Not gonna, yeah. But what about Riley being Regina King? She's not a comedian. She she's a something. very intense actress, she and her, she's that the word. person that says, "Nigga, you gay." Maybe not. Maybe a comedian might not be the right word, but somebody who just, I'm gonna say. What I want to fucking say. I think, first off, we haven't disarmed homosexuality yet. And I think that's a big part of it. What do you mean by disarm? I, I, I'm... Homosexuality is still, like, new on the acceptance thing. Relatively new as far as, like, acceptance goes. Y'all still are I mean, yeah, I take that. I mean, it is people tripping. Not people exactly. People we got to speak for a, a broad basis here. And I think people have not made fun of gay jokes in an inclusive way. It's always been in an exclusive way. It's made fun of gay people from over there. And I think that's what makes Dave good about it or certain people good about it is when they make themselves inclusive on gay shit. And it's like my masculinity, your homosexuality, I'm going to tie it all together in humor. And it's like what's important to me and what's important to you is all involved in this joke. What can you really say about me? Is that Yeah, I talked about gay people, but I also talked about me laying my masculinity on the line saying I dealt with the gay person in an intimate way. Is that because Dave just stands on it like, I'm not gonna apologize. So you're gonna have to like this, Dave. Like Dave, damn near make you deal with it. Like I'm a comedian. This is my opinion. Now, if you don't agree, we can talk about it. But I'm not sorry for it, my nigga. Like, and it wasn't. I think that's. I think that's. I think that's what you said earlier. Like, I don't think Dave or John Witherspoon or like they don't say it maliciously. It's not to say. But fuck no, the, you and guys that's what I'm saying. Group. That's the it's difference. Just, it's inclusive jokes. When they joke yeah. about it, it's just like when John Witherspoon. It's a thing on the um, on the Boondocks. It's an episode where. Um, he meets Ed Wensler for the first time and Ed Wensler comes to his house and he asks him like are you involved with any Muslim organizations are you um, are you are you living with any homosexuals or do you have a homosexual partner and John Witherspoon says no I think a man looks nice with a ponytail but uh, <laughs> he says no I'm not gay like even that ability to say that and joke around like that that is still something where that's not a exclusive joke of homosexuality that's an inclusive joke which is I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing with you because I put my masculinity and your homosexuality all in the gumbo of this joke. And it's just we all I'm putting both on the line for a laugh. What I think you're saying sometimes is where people is what I'm trying to say when people are exclusive with their joke of homosexuality, where it's like I'm outside of this window laughing at the puppies at the at the pet shop. Oh, yeah, that is something why. that I think comes across as like I was in the club and this dude grabbed my ass and I was like, hey, man, don't be grabbing my booty, yeah. you faggot. Like Eddie, Eddie Murphy's classic <laughs> joke of like homosexuals was in San Francisco. It's not even a long. It's not even a siren. It's a real faggot on top of the car. Pull over, Eddie. Pull over. That was a thing. That, and that's that's a real joke by Eddie Murphy. That was completely fine. And that's it's. To me, that's an exclusive homosexual a homosexual joke. That's a, I can ride he, with that point. My whole Dave's joke that I gave for an example, John Witherspoon's joke that I gave for example, those are almost inclusive jokes. It's weird how those eras like are so close to each other because John, like in the seventies, it's like everybody was so coked out you could fuck a hole in the ground and be like, "Hey, man." It's it's you know it's happy go lucky man. Clearly it, John, man. but this my whole the, thing. John the 80s was like you could say you could be fucking uh, Eddie Murphy and be on national television and say fag. And be but like, like the duality of the 80s is that you also still had niggas wearing Prince clothes, just like Charlie Murphy said when we was yeah, in a club and you was in shit, LA and like, niggas was wearing tight clothes and all that. Like that duality still existed. Bro would so beat you up in a blouse and try to call even you in the 70s and the 60s when you look at like 
Richard Pryor wrote a book, and they're talking about like Richard Pryor fucks Marlon Brando and shit, like and or like they like Richard Pryor and, and Marlon Brando. I think they did. Yeah, I think Quincy Jones That's said what they Quincy did. Quincy Jones said that, but even Richard said on his own fucking. Yeah, he uh, said he was about. He said he was a bottom for a. He, uh, he had know, a transsexual girlfriend. It was a real. He wrote was, about that in his book. He said. Okay. Oh, he was talking about Paul. He's like, Paul was with me when I fucked my first. And I was like, oh. I was like, that's not a joke, bro. He just, oh, yeah. he's like, he was there when I fucked my first dude. Richard Pryor, bitch. Yeah, Richard Pryor wrote many a times about, but like he wrote about specifically, in the, yeah, like he wrote about openly about that. He fucked with men and transsexual women and shit like that. So like John is somebody who was like on Richard's show and even on the Joe Rogan podcast, John Witherspoon was talking about like, yo, um, I Richard would come to the club and um, uh, Richard, Richard, Richard was in the back and he would, he would get drink. I wonder drink. if he made all those sounds like still, <laughs> like I don't, like if those, if those came old, that's <laughs> one thing, but in my mind, <laughs> he always had those sounds and he walks in on Richard fuck. <laughs> Door slam. Richard, Richard, get your dick out that man's ass. <laughs> yeah, like Richard, fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> Richard done put that. Richard, Richard done. Uh, uh, the 70s is what Richard done put like, his dick on that man's booty. The 70s and probably like really like partied and got the nerve to like vote wildly conservative. Now, like you was doing wild shit, snorting coke off a nigga dick. No, them niggas is still doing that shit bro. today. Like you know what was some ill shit I watched um, on Netflix. Have y'all watched the murder of Gianni Versace? That. Okay, I so that. like I saw like the whole thing about it, but I never got to watching it. I'm just a history buff, and I just like to know shit. I guess that's what keeps me informed on certain topics and everything. Like it just sets a foundation for me to be able to like learn and run with shit. So I was watching Gianni Versace, the the murder of him. The guy who killed Gianni Versace, his name was Andrew Kunanin. Andrew Kunani killed five people, and Gianni Versace being one of them. Kunani. This man. Kunani. Kunani. I couldn't let that joke go. I, I understand. <laughs> I understand. He. He murdered four other people. He he murdered um, Lee Migling, the man that um, basically built Chicago. All the skyscrapers in Chicago, this man was responsible for um, designing the Space Needle, or the Sky Needle that later went on to be the tallest building in the world. Like He was responsible for designing that. He murdered him. He was his gay lover. That's this man a was waste. a gay escort. That's such a waste. Like You could imagine like what this nigga could have built continuously if you hadn't just been some weird fucking serial killer. 100%. But... My point is that this man was this man's gay escort, and basically Andrew Kunan and the four men that he murdered were all um, rich, like successful CEOs or like high class white men that like were rich. So it was basically to say like the motherfuckers is not was doing that in the seventies. The motherfuckers what this was in the nineties to per se, but like the motherfuckers was doing that today. Like it's eleven o'clock. They was doing that <laughs> today. Like, <laughs> It's like, you know what I'm saying? So, said, it's 11.05, man. Somebody in another nigga butt right now. Like. I mean, of course, but it's just like, <laughs> my whole thing is like the identity of like these CEOs can't be gay. It's kind of like, uh, yeah, I made it that, past being a supervisor. Can't, can't, can't take be, dick no more. That could be a thing <laughs> now. Like, that might have been a thing in 92. But, they nah. just got the money to... To hide it, yeah. Got you a little boy toy and you just... You, Do you, know you even have to hide it now? No, you don't have to. No, oh, but, but I think what a, a lot of it comes, it's just the the shame, I guess, that people is associated with it. Like, I don't know. I don't even know if there's shame associated with it now. Like, you fuck around and, like, you could just be yourself. I don't know. Like, niggas dropped out of Elon. Like, uh, Tesla stock dropped because Elon Musk, like, smoked the backwood on TV. Them people are stupid. That nigga just shot, like, 40 fucking, I don't know, 40 is an excessive number, but he shot a bunch of fucking satellites. It was 60. It was 60? It was 60. Oh shit! Maybe he all shot right. sixty satellites into this into space to be able to get Wi-Fi Elon is all really over the world. trying his best to be Tony Stark. But also every to do turn. he is. But also you have God to realize damn. that Tesla stock dropped below two hundred dollars for the first time in I don't know how many years. The same week that he fucking uh, released all them stocks and shit. I mean, released all them fucking. On. Um, I'm not letting that pass. <laughs> Hey man, if you can do it, you can do it. But yeah, like so with that still came some repercussions. He tried to give Wi Fi to the world, but this nigga's company stock dropped below two hundred dollars. So That's crazy because he smoked. Drops like hundred and eighty bucks because of the satellites, not even because of the weed. Like this yeah. is just because like I mean, I think everybody's problem with Elon Musk is like his shit takes too long to come to market. It um it's like super expensive. And sometimes it just fucking fails yep. in like I mean, his beta stages. I believe that, and but I think like I don't know. I think Elon Musk is, is. I think it's fuck. Like I'm not supporting. Like if it shit fail, like then don't invest your money in something that's not, you know, working. But 
I think Elon is one of those people who. But I think he's innovative, though. That's what I'm thinking. Like I think it's unfortunate because Elon is one of those people who, you know, there's a lot of not there's not a I don't know how many billionaires are, but you see a lot of billionaires. Because I was listening to the Brilliant Idiots, and they were doing this whole conversation about female billionaires. But a lot of the companies they were naming, the billionaires are shit and stuff that's not stagnant, but it's not like progressive, like the L'Oreal chick, or it's things that are just regular business that is not going to fall out. Elon is a trying to be a billionaire, but trying to like push the culture forward. Like I'm trying to move people to the moon. It sounds crazy. Like in theory, it sounds like some comic book shit. Yeah. But it's kind of unfortunate that somebody who's really trying to, maybe he's going about it in a very eccentric way, but he is trying to go, Hey man, like I'm trying to get us to the future and the Mm -hmm. shit he does to get us to the future turns, you know, sideways, which is kind of like, yeah, it's but it's unfortunate also, in you know in a way to me because it's like you know like we are supposed to move forward and you got a nigga here who is. But I, I also know, I don't do think that. that's the problem. I think a lot of Elon, sh- I think the problem is a lot of Elon Musk shit is like this nigga's hopping up out of dream with a notebook on side of the bed and he's just writing shit down. Now understand that is a like that is one way to like capture your dreams and some people do get their best inspiration while they're sleeping and it's a whole process for the body and the mind and the soul and all that shit. Skip that real quick. Just <laughs> let me get to what I'm saying. I think that sometimes when you do that, that's some shit that's just kind of like, nigga, are you understanding how long? And then he gets in a press conference. Like, the people who have to build this shit and bring it to market and bring it to life are like, bro, this is a fucking... It's like Trump with the wall. It's like, nigga, ain't nobody finna build no Great Wall of China. That shit took 500 years. I think You can't I, just I, build I, this shit overnight. Elon Musk get up there and be like, it'll be June. He'd be like, um... I'm going to build a nightclub on Mars, and it's going to be ready in November. You bitches get ready for this bottle service. We popping bottles on you hoes. <laughs> I Elon was Musk liking more to Kanye. Like, you be like, what in the fuck? Like, Elon Musk, the niggas who got to design and bring this shit yeah. to life be like, yo, nigga, this shit ain't going to be ready until 3050. He don't sound more Kanye-ish like, to you? When nigga, it is like 2019, that nigga said, it ain't going to be ready until 3050. That sounds about right. Like, I think, yeah, I think Elon is, like, really tech Kanye. <laughs> I, I, I think that's backwards. Fun. I think Elon Musk is. I think Kanye is like rap Elon Musk. I Either would. way, that's. I don't know which one. I don't know which one is better or worse. Clearly, I, I think I'm talking about who came first. Like, uh, I think Kanye is like the reinvention of a lot of people, but that's a whole another subject. And I gave Kanye a lot of. We haven't talked about Kanye since he's like in episode twenty something. I want to kind of keep that rolling. <laughs> but um, <laughs> he ain't yeah. done nothing right yet, right? Has he? No, it, regardless, I just don't. I don't even want to. You're going. You're going there. You're going there. Oh my bad. You see, you're asking about. Sorry. It. That's that's the exact opposite of what Stay I want to do. Elon Musk is things, just man. like, but yeah, like I think that's the thing. It's like, bro, you can't. Some of this shit you got to be kind of realistic about. Like you kind of want, like you don't want to just shoot a rocket somewhere first, nigga. Like you don't want to get something to Puerto Rico. Yeah. yeah. Like Elon, I almost said kind. Of. Elon, nigga, what the a- fuck. Elon needs a better team. I think Elon Elon is out here kind of doing the. Um, Elon got a lot of yes man, but I think like I don't. Yeah, what he's the fuck doing. Is, what is his money from? What was this thing? Um, I, he's inherited money though. He's like, doing Elon the prince. Like when Kevin Smith said that prince story, like I want to know why I can't get a giraffe here in Minneapolis at fucking two a.m. Because fucking prince is fucking Minneapolis at two a.m. What the fuck are we gonna draft? I think Elon that's different. Might, that's different. No, but I, it you should be like, able to get a draft at two a.m. if you got a million dollars. Sleeping. No, but if you got enough money, though, you should be able to get a draft at 2 a.m. That's different. That's different. In you should be able to do that. I don't give a fuck where you at. You should be able to do it. Fuck it. Well, it should be a zoo somewhere that would let you rent a giraffe if you got the bands. I don't give a fuck. That's just no, common sense, like, bro. I don't I give like, a fuck. I, I work like, too hard to get rich to not be able to rent a giraffe. I feel like Prince didn't want to rent a giraffe. I feel like Prince wanted a giraffe. If I need a giraffe until the morning, until the giraffe shop open for me to go buy my own, <laughs> then motherfucker... <laughs> Or go get a giraffe to replace the one I Somebody just rented from the zoo. Somebody grab that bitch from Toys R Us and bring him here right now. This is my whole thing, bro. Like, if you work, like, after I get after I get rich, it's certain shit that I feel like I've worked for. Not nothing outrageous. I don't want to rape nobody or break no laws and no shit like that. I'm not, I'm not asking to hurt nobody. But if I want a giraffe that I'm going to take care of and love and feed and get him banana and, like, giraffe food. Like, I don't know what giraffes eat. What do they eat? I feel like they eat, like... A lot of green right? shit. Yeah, yeah, like if he want collard greens and kale, I go to get him shit like that, bro. I would perfect. I would love my giraffe. Like anybody who wants something that they gonna take care of, I feel like you should be able to let them get it, even if it's two a.m. in the fucking morning. I think niggas should be able to pull up to the zoo. Fucking amazing. I think you should be able to pull up to the zoo and be like, "Yo, who the janitor here? Tell him to call the giraffe, nigga, because I, I got some bands on the giraffe. I just hit at the casino, or I just got my back in." 
Like the baby said, he do two shows a week and he getting fifty thousand like on his back. Like if the baby finishes shows, it'd be like nigga, I want to get a giraffe. That'd he be should sick. be able to swoop and get a giraffe, my nigga. Like if a nigga the get, baby do a show and pull off on a giraffe, like that shit come out and he just hop on that bitch and walk off. Stage? Think about that, my nigga. Big Meech. They said the for Big Meech's birthday, my nigga, ever. he had Meech in the jungle, bro. He had elephants in the club, bro. You should be able to do that. He had an elephant at two a.m. Niggas are wild. Big Meech had elephants and giraffes and, shit and tigers and shit in the club in Atlanta. This is documented. You go look it up. His birthday party was called Meech in the Jungle, nigga. Why? So that's what I'm saying. That's my whole point is if you got enough money, you should be able to get what the fuck you want. I don't give a fuck, nigga. Don't let me that's get. Don't let me get my shit up, nigga. Talking about like chains and shit. Like I don't give a fuck about your chain, nigga. I had I had my cougar eat you in that. A nigga pull up in an on an elephant. Get a fuck off. Y'all niggas got shit fucked up, bro. I get rich. I want my goddamn giraffe. 2 a.m. in the morning, somebody better find me a giraffe. That's the hardest stunt ever. Because, like, Aladdin just came out, and that nigga pulled up to Agrabah on motherfucking elephants. That nigga said Prince Ali Pulling up any Ali Ababa okay, here, on a here, motherfucking watch. elephant. I'm gonna give you another one. Kill I'm gonna give you another one. Game. Niggas remember on Game Killed of Thrones? All of Agrabah. Game of Thrones, when she went and got like that gold army and or the gold curtain or whoever the fuck she got, what was the one thing that bitch asked for? She was like, Did y'all bring the elephants? They was like, oh no, nah, elephants don't travel well. Even you know why? Because elephants is stunned on niggas. Even other that's than that, that's bullshit. And you should be um, able to get an elephant at two a.m. if you that? got what the was, money for it. What was that other geek on Lord of the Rings when the bad guys came and like fucked Never up on that war? Them niggas was on. Them niggas on elephants. I, I saw it. Them niggas on elephants Go fucking ahead. it up. Elephants are powerful shit, bro. Y'all really sleeping on elephants? That's all I'm saying, bro. Is niggas is not understanding. If you have the money to be able to get an elephant at two a.m., you know who should be able to stop you? Nobody, unless that elephant is like, nah, I'm good, bro. I'm just chilling. I don't, I'm yeah, I'll come back at nine a.m. Unless your elephant is like Dumbo, because Dumbo was like going through it, and it was a lot of racist shit in Dumbo. Did you? Did anybody watch that like live action movie? Was that still? It came out already. It was out. I don't. I always wanted to know if it was still racist or not, because like the original Dumbo was racist as fuck. I don't remember Dumbo. I just remember. I was just was, gonna say that I'm not. I wasn't a Disney kid, bro. So I don't nah, even nigga, fucking. Like, you got I, that one? I Go ahead. All the Disney shit as a kid, and it was just like you know, like they had crows, and they was singing in like black voices, like "Well, I beat unseen like, about everything," and I was just like, "This is wild, racist as an adult." I used to sing that song as a kid. It fucked me up. Jeez. It did, like no, nah, but I, I I'll be here for a while. Disney really do some wild shit. Like I fuck with y'all, but like Disney do some wild shit. That's cool, man. Hey, look, man, Disney do shit. They opened up a Star Wars ride, so I'm. Gonna I'm sorry, I'm still reading about. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna have to give them my money. Like, I'm really like trying to figure out. Yeah, nigga, they. I'm, I'm not. I'm not paying for a pass. Like a pass, I'll be paying for. Yeah, you gotta take out a motherfucking loan, nigga. I get a fucking Disney pass, like. Yeah, bro. Like Sally may come attached to a Disney pass. I'm not doing that shit. Oh, I'm sorry, y'all. I was listening, but I was also looking up how the fuck Elon Musk got no, all this money. this nigga's doing a deep. Like I'm looking, and I'm no. Gl- I knew this, but I no, I'm glad I had this to is a partnership because he's doing a deep dive on fucking Elon. I just like thinking that the nigga shoots aliens into the sky, but like Eli, <laughs> EJ finna tell me he's not part of the MIB is gonna fuck my whole world up. Nah, it wasn't even that. I just um, I had to uh, I don't know, man. I knew what he did, but I couldn't remember. I I. Fucked around and couldn't remember what was He's before. He's part of PayPal. Exactly. God damn. He was he a, he, he was a part of the company that co-founded um, X.com. X.com was um, uh, online financial service and email payment company. It ain't 10 X US. videos X N X X. So I don't know about it. Exactly. <laughs> but this company, one year later, the company merged with um, Confinity, which had a money transfer company called PayPal. He was smart enough to merge with a company that had PayPal, and then PayPal became what it became. But before that, he had another company called Zip.2, a software company that became worth like a bunch of money. Compaq bought it for like uh, $307 million in cash and $34 million in stock options, and he had like 7% of the company or some shit like that. And from there, he went on to start the second company, X.com, that bought into PayPal. And now we got like SpaceX and shit. And then we get to SpaceX and it's Tesla and all that. But yeah, that's how Elon. I. But yeah. And you know, motherfucking Tesla. For one reason or another, I dropped some sandwiches off at um, SpaceX one time, and I was like, "Man, what y'all niggas do?" I mean, shit. If you make it in the future, you need to eat. And the best way to eat is eat fresh Subway. Yeah. Yuck. <laughs> 
Hey, bro, yuck. I'm I'm an assistant Y'all manager. Y'all made out of yoga mats. I don't, don't want to hear it. <laughs> Say yuck. Nope. Wait. I'm cool on Subway. We'll talk yoga about the soft camera. Bread. We'll talk about the soft camera. For sure. That's that's fake news. That is fake news. <laughs> that is fa- and you are a nasty woman. Bread. That is fake news. And you are a nasty woman. Yoga mats is some wow. I'm like Donald Trump. That is fake news. You are a nasty woman. <laughs> you are nasty. God, bro, that guy. Like that fake chicken. Teflon oh, Don is, is Teflon Don, baby. Nigga, the Teflon Don. I don't give a fuck. Niggas need to start rapping about Donald Trump. Niggas can hate him all you want, bro. But if you want a nigga that you should be rapping about who is untouchable, Teflon Don, baby. Some shit today, like you know, we're gonna do hey, a lot of support. Teflon Don for hey. the LGBT communities. It was like, oh yeah, he 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 yeah he tried it on that one. He don't be giving a fuck. Yeah, fire this. We're out. going to. Don't we're going me. to. I don't think that that he don't want him to serve and do nothing, but he want him to have rights. What rights do you want him to have, Donald? Yeah, bro. Trump is Trump is a wild nigga. You know what happened? I think like I seen somebody say like that only reason they care about lgbtq is because like white men want to do that shit and i think you have like the caitlin jenner shit like y'all seen t.o took a picture with caitlin jenner and, I did see that. and people got mad that he said like he and i was just like he's losing on both ends people mad he took the picture but then and like defending it then people are mad that when he defended it he called her he yeah. my whole thing is this i think for donald i think somebody who like backing donald in a way was like hey hey that uh that lgbtq shit um <laughs> I need you to kind of work on that because I don't, for some, I, fucking son wants to get a pussy. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. My son wants to be a girl. He wants to be a chick. So I, I want him to be able to vote once he fucking do it, does it. So that like, was such a wild transition. Like it seemed like people Bible thumped T.O. and then it turned into a bunch of like, you called him a he. Yeah, and you just lose on both sides. And I think that was a, like in reality for T.O., that was like the first like, like, that was just a good thing that he did. He just took a picture with somebody. Like, niggas forget that. If you're an athlete, Bruce yeah, Jenner was a nigga that won a decathlon. Yeah, Bruce Jenner For was niggas the that athlete. Don't, he yeah, was, like, he was like one of box. the greatest athletes of all time. Like, at his height, he was the greatest athlete. Like, he was the greatest Jenner. motherfucker doing athletic things in the world. Bruce Jenner is wildly confusing, that? though. Like does, he, like, does he want to be? He At one point, he didn't like dudes, but he want to get bitches. Now he a lesbian. To me, he just seemed like a cross-dressing nigga who liked to fuck. No, nah, yeah, I think it's extreme cross-dressing. Yeah, like, he, he got some titties like, and shit. Yeah, like, he ain't some, commit. Like, he ain't chopping yeah, his dick off. Yeah, I got off. me some titties. I got some dick. Yeah. I want to still fuck these hoes. Like, Yeah, it's extreme cross-dressing if you ask me. Yeah. But at the same time, like, that don't take away from the fact that who he was. And if you were an athlete that was, like, raised in his time. A decathlon. Like, a deca- that's 10 fucking, fucking events, bro. Yeah, bro. You got to win, like, swimming, running, throwing shit, lifting shit, catching shit. Yeah, you gotta do everything, old, bro. Like, like so, real old Olympic shit. Like, why are we surprised that a man who can do everything athletically felt like he couldn't do everything else in the world? Like, if a motherfucker feel like he could win a decathlon and do ten different, like, you are your mindset you is that what? I can do anything that the fuck I that want might, in this world. That might be to a good. Win nobody a talked gold about that. medal in a fucking event in a decathlon. That means you have to train your body and mind to be able to believe that you can do whatever the fuck you wanted to do in this world. How does a nigga like that move on after that? You know what he does? He feels like he can do that in his regular life. So that means I could be a man, a woman. I do whatever the fuck I want. And what, I could be a husband. I could be a wife. I could be a father. I, I could be a mother. I 20 events and got a gold medal. You know what else I can win? I can win at womanhood. What does that fucking mean, Bruce? I'll show you what it means. That That's all I'm sense, saying. Bruce. That man's mindset, Caitlyn Jenner's mindset is to win at whatever obstacle is put in front of him. I think so. it was one of them days that like Chris Jenner and... Bruce was in there having an argument and Chris was just like, you have no idea how hard it is to be a mother and a woman. And he was like, I could do it. I can fucking do it. I, yeah, challenge accepted, bitch. Oh. I wanted a decathlon. Like, oh, I, I don't? Yeah, I don't. I'll Watch this. I'll show you. I'll give me some tits and raise a family, bitch. You, you have, <laughs> and I'll raise a, the best fuck. I'll raise a gold medal family, bitch. Like, that's how, Kay, and that's how we got Caitlyn Jenner. some tits and raise a family. <laughs> like, that's how we, Bruce Jenner was a motherfucker that was just, programmed to win at anything he was challenged at and Caitlyn Jenner came about because of that Chris Jenner had an argument and was like you don't know how this to raise up, a family Bruce was like whoa bro I was just playing I yeah, ain't whoa. Chris was like Chris like seeing him with like the pamphlets for titties and shit she was like Bruce why do you have these he was like bitch you thought it was a game you thought it was a game hmm. I told y'all niggas I told y'all niggas what if it was just a titty he came into a keep it our card he like these tits Bruce <laughs> 
First of all, Chris, I can get better, better titties than you. Hands down. Go to the doctor. You get way better tits than you. Way better investment. You've got subpar. you got C-class tits. You understand? Chris was sitting there going, no, she was sitting there going over it with like him and the girls. Like, I'm going to get you got bitches' bodies done. And I'm going to put you on camera. So let's go through these titty magazines. And, Chris, and Bruce walked in like eating grapes or some shit and was like, you call those titties? Chris to make titties. I get titties way better than Bruce those. Went and got some I get titties, titties better than all you girls. And he was like, "You girls get your titties first, and I'll get my titties after that, and we'll see who has the better tits." And Bruce, Bruce won. I bet. It's That's how we got. Like, yeah, it's a whole. It's been a whole movement. Bruce is just like, "Hey man, I just they couldn't. I couldn't let him beat me." Okay, like I'm a. Hey, yo, I'm niggas, a fucking champion. Like you want me to I tell am. you how like amazing the white agenda is? Niggas let him kill a person. Niggas forget that she killed a person. He, she, I'm flip-flopping between the conversation. But he did it, so I'm going to do it too. (laughs) (laughs) That nigga flip-flop between lives. I can flip-flop between he, she's and conversations. Yeah, remember he hit somebody in the car. She she killed somebody when she was driving that car. Hit somebody. I thought that was Brandy. No, uh, Caitlyn did it too. Caitlyn Jenner killed somebody in an automobile accident, sir. Caitlyn Jenner is a fucking murderer. Damn, man, I thought and did no time for that shit. Nigga, I thought that was Brandy just drifting while it was new moon on a fucking, you know, mountaintop. Nope, and I, just nope. wrong person to get a joke off on. Caitlyn Jenner him. murder, manslaughter charge. Damn. I understand you want to get that Brandy joke off, but you got to redirect and try to get you a Caitlyn Jenner joke on the screen. I got to try. That nigga killed somebody too. Or ma'am, she, him, whatever. They, they killed somebody. Oh shit, can somebody run and get the uh, laptop charger? Because my uh, laptop's about to die. And that would be shitty for the recording. Oh shit! Where's yeah, it? where's it at? Uh, KT, I don't know. I don't know. Shout out to Treyway, cuz we want to get it. But yeah, my nigga. Damn, I didn't even know that. Yeah, that went smooth under the fucking radar. Yep, man, started case. Caitlyn Jenner killed somebody up there in Calabasas. Yep, people I completely ignored it. I don't, I don't have any. Jokes Gave her ass right. to SB the same month or some shit like that. Oh no, bro got one. <laughs> bro got bro got woman of the year award. Bro got woman God of the year. Damn. Uh, <laughs> it's true. What he did, he got or she? I'm sorry, cause like I don't know, like he, she got woman of the year though, no, and kills. That shit was like the same month. Nigga. Like that shit happened. It was like a tough April. You <laughs> bullshit. It really was the same month? It was some shit. Hold on. Let me see. No way. If I'm not mistaken, she That's got an SB. some sick sh- Wow. Yeah, Caitlyn got an SB. Bro, I have never like month. beat a nigga up in school and then got Remember valedictorian she got that, in the no, same month. No, it wasn't month. an SB. I lied. She got the award. Um, She got an award for like, it was a firefighter that was up for Take the award minute. and her. You got At the same time. Hold on. I'm sorry. Damn. That's some wild shit. Um, I don't know, man. That's finesse or or whatever. I <laughs> Damn. Oh, it's fucked up. T.O. is like the first shit that pops up on Google. is like Terrell Owens. Oh, it's good stuff. Never mind. I thought they were trying to like blast my guy. I ain't gonna lie, man. He looked like himself, or she looked like himself. She looked, you know, like she looked like how he used to be. Like it's just basically ain't much change. Yeah, it's just a. It's like I just only thing that changed was like titties, titties, um, big ass motherfucking titties. Like that's really that's, all. That's that, it. Like that's all that changed. Caitlyn and Bruce was titties in a wig. I know like, I see little Duval make the joke about take your eyes down to, to the Dominican Republic, but. I don't know where she went. She clearly went just up to Malibu because he didn't. He, she didn't get it good. No, that bitch went to Sally's and then she just went to Doctor Miami. She never even left the country to become a nah. woman. Nah, nah, that nigga didn't. He didn't do nothing. He just got wigs and yeah, the titties, some titties. That's the, about it. That's yeah, it. He got the discount. Nigga version. got a hair piece and some breasts. Yeah, man, that was <laughs> that was the group. He got that Groupon. <laughs> I was just finna say <laughs> he got a Groupon <laughs> transition. <laughs> got this shit off living social, bitch. I got yeah. that. Yeah, that's all. That's all my nigga uh, Kalen did. That was an ill topic. Like that was an ill segue we just took. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like life comes at you fast. One hundred percent, it absolutely <laughs> does. Vroom, vroom, whatever. <laughs> nigga said vroom vroom whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazingly <laughs> funny. Um, what else the fuck happened this week? Let's see. It was some things I did kind of want to talk about. I guess who the fuck shot up Virginia Beach? 
I don't know. And I think that person. Oh, I'm sorry. Before we go there, pray for Virginia Beach. Let me stop for a second. Let me not skip over that. Like that's a light topic, and I don't want to disrespect Virginia Beach because some of my favorite people have come from there. I saw you post that, and I was like, oh shit. Then I saw. And I haven't gotten a lot of details about that. What I just seen was that I did hear about the news, and I wanted from the Instagram account, from the the podcast Instagram account. I did want us to just acknowledge it for a second, even though I I don't have the details on it. I don't want to touch on it because I don't have details. Anybody that knows me knows i don't want to talk about what i don't know about but probably by wednesday i will do a deep dive on this shit and have everything but i do believe the shooter was a black man yep uh yeah That's crazy treyway 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 a black man yeah um i think at least 12 fatalities mm-hmm. yes including himself i think it was 11 yeah. and a murder suicide yeah. of himself That's yeah, crazy bro. That's some- yeah, no, uh, without he a was doubt. a disgruntled employee. Mm. It ain't that much disgruntled in the world, bro. Like that shit is. It, again, man, we don't we don't know like what everybody's going right? through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He worked for the city. We don't know what people be going through, man, and what like what's compounded on top of losing your job or getting ridden up at your job. So again, I'm no judgment to be passed. Um, this always sounds like an easy ploy, but like y'all gotta really like invest. Don't just don't make a meme, don't make a post, don't say shit about it on social media. But take your ass somewhere and invest in your mental health, man. Like, cause that, there's like it's just too frequent that even when you hear this shit, it's like, damn, it's another one. That shouldn't really be a thought. Like, damn, it's another mass shooting. That's I don't know. Like, y'all just really have to. I don't know. I don't know like what the mode is. I've never been in a mindset to even have that type of thought. But I understand. Like, it's. it's I think once you you start to to discuss that, you have to. that's an onion that has a lot of layers that have to yeah. be peeled back. You have to discuss gun laws. You have to discuss mental health. You have to discuss health care in general because that is one of the things that um, provide for us in regards to the mental health conversation. So that's a lot of things, and that's a huge yep. um, a huge topic to take on. I, I do truly feel like we do at immediately, not at some point. I think now I think it's a long overdue conversation for the right people to have. I don't feel like it's for us to have at this moment. Again, not being informed enough about this situation, but um I do th- I do think it is a conversation that needs to be had by the powers that be or the people who are enlightened enough to to discuss it or empower to change it. Yeah, like that's what I can say. Is that yeah I don't think this should be a thing in all areas. I don't think somebody should be so disgruntled about their job or losing a job or the job market should be so fucked up that somebody has to feel like losing their job has to resort to this or be that angry about it. I don't feel like anybody should be in a position where they're that mentally unstable that this is what they feel like they have to resort to for this. I, I don't feel like they should be in a position where they can't go get help if they feel like whatever the reason is. Like it's just it's clearly a lot of things that are like systematically wrong. Period. And that may contribute to it, but also like just the ability to get the help if it's a personal thing wrong with the individual that did this i think that's that's just i mean yeah yeah. i I clearly don't have any answers for it but just that is a big thing and if you know you know anybody listens to this like all a billion of you because we're the best podcast out oh no without a doubt the best motherfucking podcast there is yeah it's just you know like i know i I know like trying to you know build whatever. no like and that's with all due respect to everybody like the best motherfucking (laughs) podcast yeah like trying to build whatever i'm building in this field like just it's not something to be frowned upon. It's not something to be embarrassed about. But if you're feeling a way, especially if you're feeling a way that even feels remotely off, I don't give a fuck who you talk to. It's just, I know in our community, it's always something like looked at that if you do that shit, you crazy as fuck. You're not. Same way you go eat good food or you take your ass to the gym or whatever. Like your mental health is is something to, to focus on. If your on. ass got the sugars, you would go get your insulin. Exactly. You would get the insulin. You would. So, so if your motherfucking brain gets sick, you need to go get the therapy. <laughs> That's just as simple as that. Go fuck all the bullshit. Yeah. You wouldn't break your motherfucking leg and try to walk it off. Take your ass you would take your ass, go, go get you a goddamn cast. Go get you a cast for your motherfucking brain too. Yeah, just That's just, just as simple that, as just that. Go that certain shit that we normalize is not is not that. And exactly, it's I not. Never, I didn't plan on this being like the super serious one, so I'm gonna leave it at that. But just don't. Nah, I got take, a topic to switch into real quick to get us out of this. Who in the fuck? Why ain't nobody talk to Jason Mitchell? He oh, might need to get him some mental health. Jason Mitchell done fucked up. I've been the shot. We was rooting for this nigga. Groups, bro. Like, I haven't, we like, was rooting for you. And the only like What's you, Tyra Banks off the, the American uh, time? We were rooting for you. And I have been like 
Nigga. Usually, I'm always like, all right, because this is like, this is the outrage culture. This is. His uh, career died like Easy E and uh, Straight Outta Compton. Nigga. Like, it just got the AIDS and just. This is like, the, like, you sneeze hard and somebody says some shit for you. What's going on, uh, brother? Whatever. Vest man. Vest man. He, had, <laughs> he was, he had a whole vest. It was wild. Anyways, um, yeah, but like, what really threw me is like, as soon as that shit popped off, when his management team dropped him, I was like, and they dropped him fast. I was like, oh, my nigga, I can't even, like, um, quite. So he's, like, fired from the shy, too. He's right? fired Okay, so he is fired he, from shy. He lost his agency. He lost his manager. When he you also make was me fired. Money and I say, nah, like, you're, you're making me money. And I still, still go, want, nope. Now, yeah, I want nothing to do with you. He was also, Netflix had a future project that was coming, uh, was upcoming with thing. him. They canceled that. Sheesh. Um, the showrunner basically was like, "Yo, this dude was wilding. Like he yeah. was on stage, and he was on set, and he was just doing things that were just not cool." Um, to the point that his co-star had to start bringing her fiance on set. Um, they had to do a sexual harassment class for all the writers and everybody. Um, I've read that writers started to alter certain scenes to not make them as intimate or as close and provide him with opportunities to violate. Um, so, yeah, like, clearly he was doing some, like, gross, outrageous shit. Yeah, I'm trying to figure um, out, like, at what point during... During season one, it clearly started shit, happening. Oh, yeah, this is some good shit to do. Drop my balls. It started thing. happening in season one. After season one, Lena did say she spoke to Tiffany and they had to do, she, Tiffany felt, said she felt uncomfortable and almost didn't come back. She had to speak to her about coming back. And there were a lot of stipulations to her coming back to the show. And like the sexual harassment class was one of them. And yeah, that, that was that. There were comments on that, like her little like interview with the uh, breakfast club. And it was just people saying. She danced around a lot, but there was also yeah. like comments that came out of, um, from the showrunner herself, the actual second showrunner that she hired, the, the black lady that she spoke about in the Breakfast Club that she said she hired to be able to try to kind of defuse the situation or stop it from happening. Do you think that like, and I'm, and I'm not saying that like, you know, she's the fucking staple for, this is like to all parties, like that she's not like the staple for like feminist activities or whatever, but like, you know, like you champion yourself is like you know you are you are like a big name for women and like when this topic comes up to you, you handled it in the way that anybody else would like you didn't like drop all things like I, I i was like i read through the comments a little bit about this and it was just people like were bringing that topic up like you know like she didn't really like like so you want me to ask the question the way you want to ask it without going dancing around it the way you dancing yeah how does she champion herself as a woman a lesbian woman someone who's a lesbian woman of color who champions herself in all of those realms as somebody pushing womenhood and femininity forward, but yet she sold out for the bag and didn't cancel the show and drop the main character for violating a woman. She decided to try to work around and said, oh, I wasn't that close with the studio and I was still yeah, working to get the show on hand. Basically, how did shit. she sell out to let a man violate a woman instead of just firing the main character and letting the show get canceled? That's basically what you're asking. Yeah, because that was all okay, the questions. Cool. Yeah, that was all the questions. I just wanted to make like, sure that we weren't going to dance around. No, no, no. We're going to ask get, the question unless no, it's yeah, asked. Yeah, I was going to get there. Like, How yeah, did she like, sell out? How did she feel comfortable yeah, about like, selling out? That, How do we was, feel about her selling thing. out? That was the main thing on the thing. Like, she just is doing all this. We took it to HR. We took it to meetings. But why? Yeah, I hired, go, I hired women yeah, of color. Like, I hired lesbian women, homosexual women of color. Even if you don't fire him up front, you swing the hammer. Like, this shit is not a go. Fuck fuck these. No, you ain't viv that nigga. I don't give a fuck. You and Viv that nigga. Or that fucking Aunt. hit that nigga with Shout the and Viv. Viv. Forgot that part. Hit that nigga with the and Viv, bro. Because apparently, because clearly, and I'm and like, like I said, like I'm clearly one. Jason for, Mitchell like, in season one. Shamar Moore start season two. <laughs> I don't give a fuck who you put in there. You get that nigga to fuck out the gym if it's, yeah, if it's really like, that yo, important. You hit him with here for the hit Jason Mitchell with the and Viv and all this other shit. But like. As, uh, before, as, as heinous as this sounds, you definitely got grounds to go. No, we swinging dick this time. This nigga did that, like, bro. You, yeah. This woman had to bring her fiance. Like, I understand some. I'm here for we love and the black man and all that. If you violate, bro, you gotta go. You gotta go. Like, he's violating who we like. That that's something that's like. And I don't to know violate did, period. I don't know, anybody I don't have that any, any special any like fucking. If you details, make a woman but, feel uncomfortable to the point that she feel like she gotta bring her fiance to her workplace. 
you did too much, bro. Yeah, I can only assume you did he too was much. really wilding. This is how like, we lost I'm, Martin. This is, this For is those under, that, like, this is under the guys that I'm assuming he's wilding the fuck out. It'd be, bro, it'd be, hold on, it'd be hold a on, TJ. Story. You a man, TJ. You a man. You a man that yeah protects and loves and and does your best to you know make sure your lady is come. If your woman came to you and was like, "Babe, I I need you to come with me to work because one of my co- my I talk to my boss, they the okay show with over. it." I ain't gonna lie to you, like the show a wrap. If you have to. If you're an actress, I don't give a fuck actress. If you work at fucking Piggly Wiggly and you fucking come to me and go. Ain't no more groceries, bitch. You, yeah, you come to me, you go, I can't stack these Cracker Jacks because this nigga be. Fuck all Ain't that. no more groceries, like, bitch. Like, yeah, nigga, like it ain't. So for that to be, for that to be like, you know, like. That I'm Piggly giving her, did his last Wiggly. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, and I'm giving, yeah, exactly. Like, and I'm giving her credit you that fuck. she's not whatever. But like I said, what got me is like your management team, which they make money from you. When they said bye, nigga, like. Not even that. Fuck all that. that Let's talk about me. everything preceding. Like, because that's one thing. Yeah, like, that's one thing that sends up a red flag. But everything preceding and, like, when we say, like, in all credit due to these black women, like, as much as we say she sold out at the same time, though, like, I tip my hat because in reality what they trying to say, what I was saying is, like, yo, this nigga a black man. He a black man that was fucking up. So before we decided to can this nigga, we tried to teach this nigga. And that's what she's saying. So as much as we going to go in the same breath that I asked that question about the, this is the duality that exists. Did she sell out? We also have to ask that she deserve to be commended because what they did, not only herself, but Tiffany and her very selfless of Tiffany's fiance to be like, yo, I'm going to pull up on, on set, even though I want to just probably get off on this nigga. I, I understand you saying that it's a black man. It's a black show. It's a black lesbian woman leading this show. Like let's hold on to it Let's try to just give it a chance And not just do what we want to do instinctually I commend that because I know that was a conversation That existed especially if her man is just a respect Just a man like fuck a color or anything If he's just a fucking man who loves his woman That's definitely a conversation that happens Um I, I think it, it. you have to Both sides of that coin exist It's like damn yeah he was violating and, and as much as we shouldn't have to raise a man Or teach somebody that you're doing this like, a lot comes with power, and maybe it was something. Yo, Trill just came. Hold on. Let me get the door. Hold oh, on. Oh, shit. My nigga Stevie in the motherfucking building. Stevie, the door was unlocked. Hey. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, Fuck shout it. out to Dez for not locking the door when she was coming in. The camera recording right there, bro. You right matter. in it. Go yeah, ahead, shout out to Trill. Say something. Say something. But, um, yeah. No, I think, that's a, I think that exists, and I think that's something that those women were trying to do. Is like, yo, as a black man, let's not just cancel him. Let's actually try to get our man a chance. And, um try to talk to him and fucking teach him just teach him like and i think that was more so what they were trying to do than the actual money i think um just thinking back about it i think it was that i think it was like let's not ruin this opportunity for all of these black people let's try to teach him and try to show him what he's doing is wrong and the new power that is founded or his new position he's using it the wrong way and it's not beneficial to all of us or beneficial to himself period like I think that was more so, more so her mindset by trying not to just can him off rip in season one. See, I can rock with that, and even that. And I think that was I think that was a part of her conversation with Tiffany, and I think even Tiffany was kind of on board with it to a degree. It seems, especially with her with Lena saying she that, was the one see, that suggested that, that the, me, the like, sexual harassment training with him because it's like at the end of the day, this comes out that you just looked at all these opportunities for you to just. Just, in a predatory manner. Yeah, you to just period. You to just put that shit. You looked away, at it bro. as a predator. You you and seen you the just, opportunity. And you, and you just said yeah. fuck it. It's like there's no there is no realm to like give you any type of like my my nigga like you just go get like once again like you need to go get help like there's no reason for that like you're not you're not some horny fourteen you a grown man my g like yeah without a doubt you gotta and I'm not I'm not giving a pass like some horny fourteen year old but like I'm just saying like. There's no <laughs> realm where like I could just go, yo, bro. Like, there's no re. You're 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 one of the hottest actors. Like, fuck black actors. I've seen this man from Easy E. He was in fucking King Kong. He's in the hit show. Everything this motherfucker touch is heat. Like, there's no reason for this shit for for this to be the way it is. And it clearly seems like it might come out to be 100 percent true. There's no reason for you to be like you. You gotta go get help, my nigga. Like you, you wildin'. Without like, a doubt. Without a doubt, like 100%. before, like skip an acting class and just get straight to the. You need some help, fam. Like that, without a doubt. Yeah, no, 
No if and buts about that. No long conversations. Yeah, I didn't have many other topics except for uh, that nigga Anthony Joshua got that ass smacked Anthony tonight, Joshua boy. fucked up the church's that money. Ass rocked, boy. yo. Seventh round TKO, and I'm not if I'm mis- if I'm not mistaken. What's that called? A Mexican Rocky. Mexican Rocky. Boy, boy Ruiz was a stand in tonight. Wasn't he, he wasn't even a man that was supposed to actually fight Anthony Joshua. He was a fucking stand in. He he came hey, in look, last minute. Ain't, got, ain't nobody got to go to and the gym. TKO no this man in the seventh round out there with the butter bean body. That nigga came with the beer belly and knocked every bit of them abs loose. And oh, if I'm not mistaken, Ruiz is like that. a cook. Like he he cook on a taco truck or some shit like that. Man, look, I need that nigga who build and stuff. Fuck that, bro. You ain't got to do none of that. None of that. Deontay's Waters, uh, Deontay Water tweeted he wasn't a true champion. His whole career was consisted of lies, contradictions, day. and gift and gifts, facts. And now we know was we know who was running from who till this day. Hashtag. No, that's a hundred percent. Like everybody knew that. Tyson Fury went on to say, "We have our back and forth, but Anthony Joshua changed his stars through life. Heavyweight boxing, these things happen. Rest up, recover, and Change regroup and stars. come again." That nigga gave him stars. That motherfucking knockout. Nigga. No, without a doubt, if you know Anthony Joshua's story, Anthony Joshua was basically, um, for what we all know, he was a goon. By all definitions of what we do, Anthony Joshua was a big ass six seven nigga who was out here with the ability to knock niggas out, and he wasn't beating up niggas in street fights. And then his cousin, who's actually a boxer, decided to be like, yo, bro, you got to, um, he got kicked out of his mom's house. And I think he went to say, he said he went to live with his cousin. And he was still like basically being a drug enforcer and a runner. And his cousin was like, bro, start coming to the gym with me. And that's what actually got him clean. He stopped smoking weed, stopped doing whatever he was doing, got out the streets and became a boxer. So without a doubt, boxing did um, help that man change the stars. So I'm, I'm not just going to slide to the side like because he got a British accent. He had some gift of life. <laughs> that nigga was actually like a six, seven goon out here putting in work, knocking niggas out. And shoot niggas to collect drug debts these. for people. I'm so. gonna get these. He knocked the crumpets out that nigga jokes off. But I mean, everybody love a comeback story. Like it ain't like his career is a rap. But no, no, no. Like I understand I'm that. But like, right it's now. just, like, it's just for that. Like my nigga, like he a black man, and even with the accent and all that, like I just don't want to not no, act like, like that had, shit ain't saying son, son life. Like, we talked about last podcast. I've had my gripes with him because I'm like, bro, you the best. You at this point, are nah, he not the best, nigga. not at all. No, no. You were you're you're a top name and you got this other top name. Like this what the fight game about, bro. If you a fighter, like this not But like he wasn't you, though. Like I, I don't think he's a fighter, and I think that's what Deontay Wilder is saying when he says he wasn't yeah, a true champion that, his whole know, career. Me as a fan. You can like, be big, just, you can be nice. Like it's like um what's I, your man that had a just it's a million fucking fighters that just were good fighters and just went down. Muhammad Ali lost five fights in his career. Like it doesn't take away. I don't think he's the best fighter. I think I don't think he's the best boxer. I think he's a good fighter. I think mm-hmm. right now the only true boxer in the heavyweight division. Ironically, we got all three of their um, Twitter's up right now. Looking at the screen, Anthony Joshua, Deontay Wilder, Tyson Fury, not in that particular order. Only person in that to me that's a true boxer is Tyson Fury. Absolutely. The only the, the rest of them, Deontay Wilder yeah, like, just can punch. Deontay would hit be where is he from? Alabama? Yeah, he's from Alabama. Like yeah, he just can punch hitting, you hard yeah, as he shit. Be hitting you with that, like, you know, pretty And I think Anthony Joshua strength, like. Anthony Joshua is just a freakish athlete. And I think tonight his conditioning ran short on him. And I think no, that's yeah. what Anthony Joshua, him. if he was if he was across the pond, he wouldn't have boxed. He'd have been he'd have played football. I don't think he'd have boxed. I don't even know if he would have played. Yeah, maybe. But maybe like, I, I think like I, just, I don't like. I know he wouldn't have done. He like boxing is just because. Yeah, all these other boxing was are literally not like the, over there. If it was, was the over, closest he thing you done, could, he would have boxed. It was the closest thing you can do. It was the closest transition he can do athletically from what he was doing in the yeah. streets. Like the only thing you can really transition from athletically in the streets is becoming a boxer and a fighter. Like it's very yeah. little you can do, or like a professional marksman or some shit. I don't know, <laughs> but it's it's not a lot of room for like a nigga. Rugby. <laughs> no, even in a rugby scrub, you gotta you gotta have like the some, world's biggest soccer player. <laughs> maybe sure, that's it's enough soccer leagues in the world He's that that might have happened. Football the right way, like when I, you guys call it's football there, you know. Possibly, but yeah, he fucked yeah, up the church's money Anthony tonight. Joshua, he got his ass beat the, the fuck up. Biggest goalie, as big as the whole fucking goal. You know, you can't score on that man at all. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he just I don't know, but I I mean I understand Tyson Fury shit. You out of here, true? You just came to pick up the skateboard. What you gotta go to work? What you got? Oh, do your thing, my G. You got a mission, mission. That was too intense of a fucking. Point. Yeah, he the way he pointed his hand was so <laughs> yeah, goddamn far. Yeah. I don't know where you going, but it's far. God bless you, my man. Be cool. <laughs> but um, nah, yeah, that's that's a whole thing, and that's something that uh, yeah, 
you know, I just think uh, Anthony Joshua fucked up Church's money. I think he's a cool fighter. I don't think he's a good fighter. I think he's a cool fighter. I think he's an athlete. But um, I put him in the same realm that I put, for instance, Dominique Water. I mean, uh, Deontay, Deontay Water. Last week he fought Dominique Brazil. Dominique Brazil is a former um, college quarterback. I think he's a great athlete, but I don't think he's a good fighter. I mean, I think he's a great fighter. I think he's a cool fighter. A great athlete who was a cool fighter, but I don't think that'll always transition. I feel like that's the same thing for Anthony Joshua. I feel like that's the same thing for Deontay Wilder, but see, he somehow has enough punching power yeah, he just, he that just, allows him to transition from being a, he just a good athlete that became a good fighter to becoming on the cusp of a great fighter. His punching power just puts him in a whole other realm. It literally makes you makes him comparable to Mike Tyson in the boxing world as a heavyweight do you think just purely off punching power this man made it to the olympics and got a bronze medal after 18 months of boxing like in reality do you understand like what that is to make it to the highest level of anything in 18 months and still rank in that do you think a lot of the heavyweight professionals now like not to take away from like it clearly is still you have to have a severe skill set to box at that level but that they benefit off the fact that like in the, you know, like when Muhammad Ali and them was coming up, you still had a vast percentage of big niggas that was boxing. Like now, 80% of them is tight ends. You know what I'm saying? They tight ends, DNs, left tackles or whatever. Like um, you don't have, like you have competition of sure, but it's not like you got to fight through like a bunch because they're taking different avenues. They're playing basketball. They're shit. The niggas might be throwing the hammer a shot, but like you don't have, like boxing is not the avenue anymore. Um, no, I completely disagree, though. Um, actually, I believe it's the exact opposite of what you're saying. Okay. I think for a while there was a low in heavyweights where everybody was just a 6'5 fat dude <laughs> that was just trying to be like, hey, man, I'm going to just like good and good and punch, good mm-hmm. and punch. Like, that's all that they really had. And I think the diversity that we're starting to see in the heavyweight um, division. How diverse is it, though? Okay, so when you look at... um. My I only whole know thing is, I haven't followed the sport. I only know like four or five, and like in my mind, those are the four or five, as opposed to like so forty-five. For somebody like, um, so off rip, we all know the top three: Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder, Anthony Joshua. Deontay Wilder was like a former um, high school, I mean, a college football player. If that I, Cuban I believe nigga so, is a top one, right? Uh, Dominic, oh, uh, Luis Ortiz, yeah, definitely yeah, yeah, is yeah. a top. He's a top heavyweight himself, uh, Cuban heavyweight. I think you have uh, Bermain um, Stavern. That's who um, Anthony Joshua actually won the title from. Or no, excuse me. I th- yeah, Ber- yeah, he won from Bermain uh, Stavern. That's who he won the title from, but also gave him a rematch and retained the title from him. I, so, I mean, I think there is a variety, like, out here. And I think that's the whole point is that, like, when you had, like, Mike Tyson, Evander Holyfield, Lennox Lewis, you had different body sizes. Mike Tyson was under six feet as a heavyweight Um Lennox Lewis was over 6'5". Evander Holyfield was a built muscular man. I think if you go back to when you had um, uh, Frazier and you had a Ali and you had a Foreman and, and Ken Norton and all these different guys at the, at the time back then, you had um, Ali wasn't a guy who looked like a heavyweight. He was a slender gentleman, kind of um, resembles or relative to a Deontay Wilder in modern times. I think you had um, George Foreman, who was more so uh, Anthony Joshua, was a young up-and-comer who was a, a heavyweight and a slugger. I think it, it's a, it was a variety. I think it was a, a different body sizes, different styles of boxing George and all that swing. stuff. I almost put George in a sense like a Deontay, because George was just hitting you with, like, you know, but George was a, his ancestors and, and, and shit. But at the same time, when George came in, George's body style, like, George was fucking huge. He mm-hmm. was so muscular, and when Ali hit him with the rope-a-dope, that was something that nobody believed, and he said that repeatedly through that camp. He was, Ali constantly said, like, only thing I'm gonna do is let him tire himself out. Only thing you gotta do, even after Foreman beat Ken Norton, who had beat Ali previous to that, what happened was Ken Norton had beat Ali to win the championship, um, after Ali beat Frazier, he slept on Ken Norton. Ken Norton beat him. Ken Norton went on to fight Joe, George Foreman. Even after he lost to uh, Ken Norton, Ali still said he could beat George Foreman because he knew he could rope a dope Foreman, and that became the. But that was the whole point. Foreman was this super big buff guy, and when you punch, when you fight as a buff guy, people always think, oh, big strong buff guys are gonna they have an yeah, advantage because no, they have a lot of muscles. But what fight. also happens is when those muscles get tired, it takes a lot for those those muscles yeah. to recover. So when George Foreman 
tired himself out after that rope dope it takes forever for those muscles to recover to be able to hold those big strong arms up again to be able to move around those big strong legs that those tree trunk legs to be able to move those two out of fight to be able to swivel that head and those big shoulders and that 18 inch neck big around for that whole fight that takes a lot of energy and ali understood that and ali with his slender body and frame did take a hell of a lot of head punches to be able to tire that man out, but at the same time, that was the remedy. That might have been the shit that gave him. The I shakes. think that shows the variety. Yeah, without a doubt, it was. That's yeah. undisputed. But I think to digress, like to get back to the point, like that is the 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 remedy to the recipe to have a great heavyweight division is you need a variety of just body styles, boxing styles, um, personalities. I think all of that exists now. And I think that's why the heavyweight division is making a comeback. That was a. I'm sorry. That was aggressively black. I had all. I got all the tools here to call it what it's called, and I <laughs> called it the fucking shakes. Yes, <laughs> Parkinson's is what Ali <laughs> had, sir. Yeah, the shakes. Yeah. Oh shit! But, but yeah. yeah, no, I like. I, I I personally very much so enjoy that it's making a comeback. So I can't like I can't I can't knock it. It's just, yeah, like, I look at it as, like, just, you know, like, back in the day, like, that was a real go-to, and now we're seeing a resurgence, but, like, there was a time where I feel like there's a lot of dudes who just, fight game is a hard game, and you go, like, you know, like, I might, you know, I could I could get CT playing football, I know I'll probably 100% get CT letting this nigga beat me in my motherfucking head all day. Yeah. So, yeah, I just feel like. I'm not taking away anything because if you if you're a fighter, you're a motherfucking fighter, and you earn that shit. But just the percentage of people you might have to fight, I feel like might be less than because a lot of them are taking just finding different avenues. Shit, it's big motherfuckers who just skip sports altogether and go. I want to make YouTube videos or some shit. No, I just think that um, or be fucking bodyguard. I think it takes a lot to be a boxer, and I think that the identity of like, oh, God, so happened to bless me to be this size doesn't necessarily make me tough enough to be able mm -hmm. to go do this. I think the expectation of a heavyweight is far beyond that of other weight classes, a welterweight or somebody, Bud Crawford's a welterweight. Like when we see him box, like with all due respect to his punching power, like that man is not a heavyweight. To move around that ring and to recover and do all those things we just said, it doesn't take the same thing for him to be able to do that. Floyd, the not same. To you, not to cut you off, it just hit me. Which one do you find more physically taxing, boxing or MMA? Like we're looking at like how- um, MMA, his, MMA. Even with, um, what's his name, fucking- uh, what's the dude who fought Floyd? Connor going in there and look, you could tell Connor died because he's not used to fighting these like twelve round fights. Yeah, and so the, I guess all the Rick, all the extra that comes with MMA, the grappling, the clinch, the groundwork, the fucking striking, beats out with those. Even like the longest you'll go is three to five, five rounds in a championship route. So those beat out the twelve rounds of consistent punching with boxing. I don't have, like, a real – I've been thinking about this, like, off and on, like, for a while. I think part of your conditioning in either sport is knowing how to fight. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think Connor knew how to fight in boxing Clearly. in regards to – Well, not going up against a Floyd either. That's fucking unfair. Not just throwing his hands, though. It's how you manage the fight, how you manage your breathing, how you manage your combinations, how you manage your conditioning. That is all a part of MMA and boxing. In reality, if you watch that fight, at the point Conor started to tire mm. was at almost minute for minute at the mark that a championship fight in MMA would go for. If you yeah. look at about the 25-minute mark, he tapped out. You can train for a boxing fight for a year. Conor McGregor has trained for years as MMA. His body is programmed a certain type of way his ability to punch his reactions to things. That's why even you've seen a grapple in the ring and he would tie up with Floyd. That's just instinctual, some of the things he would do. So I, I, I think respectfully, I would say that a true MMA fight would, would tire someone. Just the ability for somebody, when you look at people who just have amazing ground games, like when you get somebody on the ground, like it's to truly be able to escape from that and get away from that, it's, it's something that's just we've seen athletes try to transition from other sports, whether it be pro wrestling, the entertainment wise, Olympic wrestling, um, the NFL. Greg Hardy is now a mixed martial arts fighter. It's it's tough. It's tough. Like people who are conditioned to play four quarters. I, I even think if a boxer got in there and had to use his full body to defend 
somebody could lay on you and around or get you in a tie up that's actually strangling your breath, like well, no, you restricting you from breathing. And then on top of that, you have to fight your way out while so having your breathing restricted. I think that's tough. So I, I would probably go with MMA Brock myself as a because you could tell Brock was like a one to two round thing. If Brock, that's who I was saying with yeah. a, as a professional. Yeah, um, if Brock didn't slam player, you and yeah. beat you the fuck up, then. You yeah. could probably bust. I Brock think that's ass. what happened when you see with Brock fight a Frank Mir. He fought Frank Mir on short notice, and Frank, Frank Mir was a first night. God, Frank don't get enough credit because Frank yeah. is a big man who would go all five and still like submit you. Like Frank was fighting you like a like a hundred and thirty five pounder, but like was a whole two hundred and twenty pounds. Or some and shit. I think that's why Frank Mir felt comfortable taking a Brock Lesnar fight on short notice. It's just that he knew that his conditioning I'm a was going. Fighter yeah. just I'm a better fighter, and yeah. I know that as long as I can use my fight skills to survive until a certain point, you will um, tire out, and then I can do what I do to you freely. Yeah, you know how to like, brawl, nigga. I know how to fight. Yeah, I know the science of this. So yeah, I think that's what it is. Yeah, that was um, chess first checkers. Yep, all the liquor is gone, so we gonna end this episode right here. Yeah, I got a, I, yeah, I got, I got a, I got a brother to go see. I'm tired of y'all. Yep. So, um, <laughs> follow up Instagram, Snapchat, just dope ass podcast. Enjoy the we visuals, bitch. We've been talking about this. This is happening. Like we, whenever you see this, this took gang, time gang, to gang, gang, gang. All right. So enjoy. For show, sure, uh, for show, sure. y'all follow up. Send Hit that like button. To the inboxes. We deserve it. TJ said it, not me. Go Whatever. On.